Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats and keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. From Team Coco and Luminary Media, this is Smarter. Venture capital is a lonely business. When everyone you meet is trying to get your money, everyone is an adversary. But when your wife is divorcing you, your sons are completely uninteresting, and all 15 of the wife replacements you hired on an app turn out to be feeding information to Chinese intelligence services, you have to find companionship where you can. Luckily, my skyscraper is full of thousands of cloud refugees. I had charitably invited them in after their town was destroyed by endless rain from a permanent cloud I created at Louis Anderson's urging. It's time to move forward as if this cloud is permanent, all right? That's how we're operating. Permanent! Look, I have to go now. Bye, Louis. I went downstairs with a bottle of expensive whiskey to make some new friends. Any of these cloud people would be thrilled to befriend an innovator like me. I just had to put myself out there. Hey, Rumi, care for a swig of some pappy? Excuse me, where are we supposed to shower? Well, this building wasn't built for showering, but there are slap sinks that are large enough to shower in we if you want. We can't live here. There are no kitchens. Then order some seamless, all right? I offer you people rent for a dollar a month, and this is how you thank me? How am I supposed to live like this? I didn't come here to be harangued, all right? Does anyone want to hang out or not? Loneliness was affecting my judgment. I needed guidance. I needed tips. So this week, I'm not visiting a startup at all. Instead, I'm heading to the Gulf Coast of Florida to catch up with an old hero of mine, a great tech figure in his own right, Joe Williams. In my early days when I'd be up all night, wired on RC Cola, Dick Hard from Denise Richards, there was one place I went for the tips that kept me on the cutting edge, a website called Joe's Hottest Tips. Joe Williams runs a newsletter that might just save you hours of frustration. Has dozens of valuable tips to help you master that new Gateway 2000. Let me read a couple here. Right click to see the options menu. Did you know you could use compressed air to blow dust and debris out of your computer? I didn't until I read about it on Joe's Hottest Tips. If you weren't around for the 90s internet boom, you probably have no idea what a massive figure he was. For millions of Americans, his tips were the on-ramp to the information superhighway. Save your work every five minutes to avoid disaster? That's just one classic of thousands that Joe dispensed over the years on his website. Shut your computer down instead of just yanking the cord out of the wall every night before you go to bed. Double-click to open files. Delete temporary files to free up a few extra megabytes on your hard drive. If you need help, use the wizard. He'd fallen off my radar these last 20 years, but who knows, Joe might still be sitting on a billion dollar idea. At worst, we'd have a relaxing time catching up on his yacht. So I don't understand, is this guy pitching you something? Who is he exactly? Well, Joe is responsible for bringing the internet to the masses in a way that almost nobody else can claim. By doing what? By giving them tips. I mean, he's, he's like the rare guy with both popular appeal and, and a lot of hacker cred. I mean, he gave tips to noobs, he had 
tips for script kiddies and lamers, but even the most elite hacksaws followed him. Elites really loved oh, him. I look, was that, that must be his skip right there. Right, give our Everlane bags to that dock hand. He'll take us to the main yacht. No, Lucas is a living breeze. Oh my God, Joe! <laughs> to my surprise, the man I mistook for a lowly porter was Joe Williams himself, in what appeared to be a hilarious disguise. Yeah, you act like you've never seen a relaxed man before. <laughs> You're totally sunburned and sandblasted. <laughs> Hey, we don't got room for those bags on here, amigo. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, and that main yacht I expected? <laughs> Turns out we were already on it. The boat was maybe nine feet long, with four duct-taped fishing rods and a bucket of frozen fish heads being used to cool beer. So you like the fish? <laughs> You're a madman, you know that? It didn't take us long to break the ice. We'd partied a lot together back in the 90s when Joe was considered the Picasso of tips. You know, I actually tried to register Picasso.com back in 98 when I had one of my biggest tip hits and I was flushed. It was wash your mouse ball and alcohol once a week. I remember that. I bet you do. But Picasso.com was taken probably by you, you little squatter. <laughs> Come on. Look, this is why I hate people. They remember things about you. Tom programmed that sweet little script for you that would snag a .com whenever someone searched for it on a domain name database. And you would sell to them for some ridiculous price, right? Yeah. You got a food.com, talk.com. Didn't you almost sell books.com to Bezos? I thought he looked desperate. Still does, if you ask me. It's the shape of his head. Yeah, you can see it all, can't you? <laughs> you never had the ideas like some of these guys, no offense. But you sure knew how to make money off of them. That has always been your gift, well, Noah. Hey, I like to make money. You gonna give me shit about that? <laughs> Joe was giving me a jolly ribbing here, but the profits I made flipping domain names provided the seed capital for my venture fund. Good spot, huh? Y'all like fishing? You done, uh, done any uh, of this? Yeah, yeah, sure. We said yes before. Yeah. Went with, uh, grandpappy. <laughs> As we attached to a mooring line out in the Gulf, I got Joe to recount the early years of his odyssey. He began as an enthusiastic teen in Berkeley, California. I started out locally just handing out single photocopied sheets of tips. And it was mostly just stuff that interested me. So lots of uh, VHS repair stuff, mm -hmm. um, tips for seeing the certain types of birds I was interested in at the time. And um, it was funny. I think it was on the third or fourth where I included my first computer tip. Mm -hmm. And then that stuff, that just really took off. Sure. So, And then someone gave me a tip that changed my life. They said... Put down the paper and check out the Usenet news groups. And suddenly I had this worldwide audience that was just so hungry for tips. I couldn't give them enough. And more so than that, I felt like I finally had found a community that understood me. And so what, well, what did your parents think of your tips? Did they support you? Ah, uh, no. No, quite the opposite. They kicked me out of the house. You know, they wanted me to play sports, go to college. But really all I could do was write tips. I just wanted to tell people, you know, boot your system every month with a boot disc. Use a surge protector. Like, important things. And uh, later my folks admitted to me that they actually used some of my tips, so I was able to make peace with them before they passed on. Sorry, I don't understand what you were doing, or actually what this is even. It You, like, invented giving people little tips on no. how to do things better? I mean, no, no, that's flattering, but I didn't really invent anything. I was just one small part of this great big burgeoning tips culture. It was really huge there for a minute. Tips culture? Yeah. I mean, tips culture was more or less just sort of a reaction to the empty promise of the counterculture. You know, it was there to pick up the pieces and say, hey, hang on there a second. 
We got some tips for you. I mean, there used to be whole bookstore aisles dedicated to tips, and this is the guy that made all that happen. Elena, I mean, you, you think that phone you carry everywhere in your pocket just fell out of the sky? It's all because of tips culture. You know, I actually had a schematic for a handheld device with a screen that you could point at anything, and it would give you a tip about it. Uh -huh. I never scrounged together the money to build a prototype, but arguably, I invented the iPhone. Sure. I mean, I wouldn't have made calls or done any of those other kind of things that just would have directed you to a tips website. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, Elena doesn't even know what a website is, Joe. She was born in 1993. I can't believe you remember that. Well, it's on your i9. As Joe's star was rising, he was approached by a promising internet upstart that would soon become a household name. America Online. I hung out with Steve Case a lot when he moved out from D.C. and had no friends yet. So we had this thing where I'd let him package every AOL trial CD with exclusive free tips. So people installed it for the tips, really. And you were kind of bigger than AOL, right? And, and yet you let Steve Case hog the limelight even though he transparently lacked charisma and vision. <laughs> I mean, it was never about fame and fortune. For me, it was just about expressing myself through tips and bringing people together. Every tip was a labor of love back then. Joe plays the part of the humble man quite well, but I eventually convinced him to go over some of the highlights of his tips-making career. When I was at the top of my game, there were 10 million people reading my tips every day, and so we had more advertisers than we could handle. Delta used to provide a free tip to every business class traveler. Honda came out with a car called Honda Tips. Oh, there was a deleted scene in the 1998 Godzilla where a man reading one of my tips while taking his shit gets eaten by Godzilla. Eminem sampled one of my tips for the Slim Shady record. I can't repeat how he used it, but it was naughty. I dated Cameron Diaz for a while, and I, uh, I taught her how to read tips. So it was, it, was a, it was a really great time for me. It was a great time for tips. And I'm not the only person who was profiting off of them, but I'd say that I was kind of the tip. I was at the top of the tip. Looking back on Joe's mid-90s tips, they read like Nostradamus prophecies of an internet yet to come. My tip to keep a list of your favorite links handy, that's where um, bookmarks came from. And I've actually been told that my tip, rank your favorite websites by relevance, became the basis for Google. Rent out a spare bedroom in your house a few times a month for extra money, that became Airbnb. So you were seeding all these ideas, but you never really cared about money, which fascinated us. I mean, it was like you were from another world or something. Yeah. I mean, you always understood that this was going to be big business right from day one, <clears throat> which was very smart of you. I felt like you were, like, planning the toll booths while I was building the highway. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Very ahead of your time in that way. Well, I wanted nothing more than to help you cash in on your talent, but you, you really left a lot of money on the table. You no, my attitude was, do the tips, the wealth will come. I was mostly wrong, but at least I wasn't like that four dummies guy running my brand into the ground with 30 different books about each new version of Claris Works or some shit mm -hmm, like that, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. By the way, you know that asshole sexually harassed hundreds of women during those years? Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's a testament to his irrelevance that he hasn't been me-tooed. But your ethics gave you such a mystique. I mean, you were this guru-slash-monk figure. It just made us want to party with you even more, to be honest. Yeah. Those parties were some of the most depraved, misogynistic bullshit I ever experienced. You know, every woman in attendance was paid to be there. How did you get the horse penis to actually dispense beer? Was what, How was that done? Yeah, I remember that party, but uh, I don't know how they did that. Yeah, I just remember them shooting the horse afterwards so couldn't have been easy well i remember it all as being very fun and exciting i mean the details are the same but we're definitely thinking of different parties because the ones that i went to were good i was new on the scene and, and you were something of a celebrity already right 
Yeah, you were flush from your squatter scam, and I was flush with cash from following my passion. Uh, well, I was running my fund at that point, so I was also following my oh, passion, Oh, Joe. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is when you shorted China, right? You shorted I, China? Yes. That was one investment yes, no, that I made. No, he bet against China about ten minutes before their economy took off. He got just about wiped out by that. And if it Look, wasn't... Listen, if it wasn't for some of the Apple stock that he bought based on my tips... He'd have gone under. I'm still short on China, for the record. I think the future will bear me out. No, there are future kings. You're fucked. I'm going to ask you to stop talking for a second. Elena's okay. telling me I have it's a missed call. Boat. Oh, you have like you know? 12 missed calls. I do? Good oh, lord, why don't you tell me? Well, you said you wanted an undistracted afternoon with Joe. Just give me the phone. I listened to a series of increasingly frantic voicemails from my property manager. Despite my friendly visit that morning, things had apparently gone south fast at my skyscraper. Uh, Mr. Lucas, call me back when you can. The cloud refugees are ripping up the floors and breaking windows. <sighs> these cloud people are screwing me over. Cloud people? What's that? Uh, they're just these cloud people. Hey, uh, Mr. Lucas, you need to call me back right away. The refugees threw your sloth skeleton into the street. My sloth! Oh, all right, sorry. Hey, Joe, can you just cut it out with the fish heads for a second? I need, right, I need look, to concentrate. Look, I gotta bait the hooks. So without these fish heads, we don't get fish, we don't have dinner. Just give me some silence, please. I have to call my property manager real quick. Dude, you're, we're way out on the water. You're not getting a signal out here. Trying to rekindle the spark of Joe's creativity and innovation was proving more difficult than I'd expected. And in his unshaded boat that didn't even have a cell relay tower, I was growing sunburned and cranky. So, Joe. Yeah? Those tips you wrote back then, where can I find them now? Well, they're everywhere now because everybody ripped them off and reposted them all over the web. Joe bitterly recalled the early 2000s. After the euphoria of the AOL Time Warner merger wore off, he struggled to adjust to a changed landscape for internet content. And so uh, suddenly everybody wants everything for free. And I see on Kazaa, everybody has all my... I mean, they're just trading my tips. A complete archive of all my tips going back all the way to the 80s. Just being passed around, stolen, outright. So these are the same ones people could order for money on your back catalog website, Tipland. You know, I feel like the music industry was the canary in the coal mine, but nobody got hit harder than the tips industry. Sure, sure. I mean, maybe, maybe the ASCII artists and the clip art guys, but we took it the worst. Yes. The riptides of fortune were dragging Joe out to sea. He felt stranded. Nobody came to help me, you know? Everybody was just so busy gorging themselves on that endless buffet of stolen tips. Just a few years after he'd helped build America online with his tips, Joe's website was publicly listed by AOL Time Warner as a property it wasn't sure why it owned. Yeah, honestly when all that went down I was pretty hurt. I mean, at this point my stuff was just popping up everywhere. Blogs were blowing up and... Elena, have you heard of life hacks? Uh-huh, yeah, sure. Are those different from tips? A life hack is a shortcut, okay? It's a workaround. But a tip is using something the way it was meant to be used, but to its fullest potential. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not to brag, but a few years back, I was offered a six-figure contract to write life hacks, and I turned it down because, you know, I just, I I, I didn't want to pollute my brand, and I figured, hey, I'm going to make more money sticking to tips, sticking to what I know. And did that work out like that? No, no, it didn't work out like that. I'm sorry about that, but um, do you think you can give me examples of the differences between a life hack and a tip? Um, okay. Freeze grapes for a tasty snack. Now that's a tip, right? And a life hack would be, uh, I don't know, um, uh, freeze your batteries to make them last longer. Okay? You see the difference? Uh, no. Joe explained that while he was able to hang on with dwindling ad revenue through the mid-aughts, it was the listicle that finally killed his old business model. 
You know, my readers used to be happy getting one new tip a week, and now I'm going head to head with articles like 67 money saving tips. And how, by the way, half of those tips were mine to begin with. Websites were publishing tips they plagiarized from you? <laughs> I mean, Elena, nobody can come up with that many fresh new tips all at once. There just aren't that many out there. You know, by the time you've been able to research and write up 60 tips, the first 30 are already going to be obsolete. Couldn't so. you have told them to cease and desist? I tried that, yeah. But then social came along and it became like a game of whacking moles. The Facebook news feed took over, no one was clicking through to my site because they could read the whole tip in the headline, and then all these mysterious aggregators started to repost my tips again as clickbait. You won't believe what alcohol does to this mouse ball, that kind of bullshit. I'm sorry, it's just... That's, that was my tip. Okay, look, I, I understand you're frustrated, but all I'm hearing is that you failed to keep up with trends for over a decade because you were complacent, and you failed to monetize your idea or plan for your own rapidly approaching no, 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 obsolescence. No, 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 no. no, the promise of the internet was that if you had good tips, you could find an audience on your own mm-hmm. merits. But tech moves forward, Joe. I mean, you gotta keep up. <laughs> I feel like that would be one of your tips. I'm not sure what's so forward-thinking about fucking with people's dopamine. I had a good, honest thing going, and then people like you rejiggered the algorithms so people like me couldn't put food on the table while you all stayed billionaires. It's very reductive. Look, I mean, I know it's what you were going for, so hey, congratulations. Uh Uh-huh, we get it. You washed out, became bitter, went bankrupt, and moved to the Gulf Coast of Florida, the nation's chafed armpit. No, that's not what happened at all, okay? First off, I held on for another few years, and a fan of mine, an executive at Microsoft, gave me a fellowship to provide tips internally. All right, but the guy who brought me on got fired right away. So they basically just had my ass at a desk drafting tips that they never even looked at, let alone published. Wait, what happened to those tips? Nothing, absolutely fucking nothing, because my contract made it clear that they were property or Microsoft, so I couldn't even republish them. And you know what? I've given up all hope that they're ever going to see the light of day. That some of them were really good too. Some of them were genius, like. Oh. Oh, oh my wow. God. That was really good. Wait, I feel like I finally get what tips are now. Joe's sad story of decline ended when HottestTips.com was bundled and sold to Univision's Fusion Media with a series of unpopular social justice podcasts. The idea was you get all the people under 40 under one roof, collect a bunch of data about them, and then you flip the company to someone else. But instead, the company lost all its value as digital media companies continued to be eviscerated by social. Everything was eventually sold to a hedge fund in a fire sale, and two months later, Joe received an email. The hedge fund had, quote, accidentally deleted Joe's hottesttips.com. You know, I didn't, I didn't really like who I was becoming, and uh, I feel like you could even see it in my tips. You know, they were all about self-harm or getting back at people. Like, uh, wear quiet shoes around the office so they don't hear you coming. You know, that sort of thing. And, uh... You know, luckily for me, around that same time, I had a very psychedelic experience, and a motherly figure within this vision delivered me the most important tip of my life. She said, stop doing things you hate. And now I have that tattooed across my chest. Oh, wow. Wait, why is it upside down? It's upside down because it's for me. Okay, it's for me to look at. Here was, in my view, a broken man. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools.
Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Joe had conquered his field and then gone on autopilot at the exact wrong time in history. But just as I was preparing to offer him the advice that could bring him back to the top, he turned on me. Joe, listen, I, I know you're in trouble, and I just want to let you know that if, if you want, I can connect you with some people that literally have no idea what to do with all their money. I mean, it could be like old times again if you, if you let it. No thanks, man. That's the last place I want to be. You know, when I was partying with you, I think I was actually entering hell. And I look back at those years as the beginning of the worst times of my life. Give me a break, man. I mean, how were those the worst times of your life? You were successful back then. Wait, where is the pride in your innovation? Where is your fighting spirit? Oh my god. Dude, this type of frat boy self-help mumbo-jumbo bullshit is what makes the entire tech industry so incredibly toxic. Don't you see that? Don't you? Dude, the web used to be a refuge from this shit. And I wasted all those years chasing every single tech trend while everybody else I knew from back home lived their real lives. They went off and they had families and they did things. And I wasn't there for them while they were doing it, okay? And I wish somebody, anybody would have told me that I didn't have to go in for all that fucking bullshit. Joe, I'm just trying to give you a pep talk, man. Get you back in the game, you know? The point I'd like to convey to your listeners out there is that if you're living your life inside a rigged game, the only way to win is to stop playing. Oh, I get it. Is this a suicide thing? No, it's the opposite of a suicide thing, you fucking asshole. Okay? Don't say shit like that to me, okay? Everyone struggles with depression and things. All I'm trying to say is that if you have the capacity for critical thought, then you have the capacity to do something else. You ever think there's a reason why there's no nice, cool billionaires? It's because nice, cool people see what you have to do to become a billionaire, and they say, fuck that, I'm not going down that road, that's for fucking assholes, alright? And you, buddy boy, you'd be much happier down here with me, fishing and living a real life. Sure, sure, and what do you propose I do down here? Just sell sponge cake to all the other margarita villains? I think you could do what I do, you know? And what's that? Uh, uh, Take people out on boat tours. Uh, Take people fishing, you know? I make these beautiful driftwood signs that are quite artistic, and people are loving them. I haven't sold any yet, but I have a lot of prospects, Mm -hmm. okay? I just don't need a corporation and a fucking hedge fund to be happy. <laughs> You're clearly not happy, but, uh, you know, keep on grinning I'm through not. the pain, buddy. What makes you think I'm not happy, okay? I'm as happy as I've ever been. I watch a sunset and a sunrise every single day. You know, I have a jumbotron. I can watch a sunrise whenever I click a button, all right? Yeah, that's pornography. And I loved giving tips. I loved the internet, but getting out was the best thing I ever did. Everyone who's pretending the internet is the same now as it was then is lying to themselves because their money is all tied up in it, and that's the only reason. The internet is 
is not a place for free thinkers anymore. It's a place for fucking Travis Kalanick, Uber boy. Come on. And Look, Angry I Birds. have ten free thinking awards in my skyscraper right next to the digital sign that displays my net worth. Yeah, well, you could fall as quick as you ascended, my friend. You pontificate like you know something, but you have no hard data to back it up. The real the world hard data. Well, the real world runs on data and not some wishy-washy tips. Yeah. My wishy-washy tips have influenced countless generations, and I have learned to be satisfied with that. <laughs> That's really your excuse? I mean, you're yes. a great mind, man. I have Come real on. wealth you, now. You friends, were a okay? great There's mind. a parrot really who knows you my are name. Anymore. Oh, a parrot? Yeah. You know a and parrot? order me a beer. And you're sitting here drinking beer with parrots, poisoning yourself while you slowly get skin cancer out on the out on the water in this tiny little All right, skip. I don't sure, know why sure, I wasted sure. my time I'm a crazy that. cancerous alcoholic. Say that if it makes you feel better. But I can see that you hate yourself, and you didn't before. All right? We had different values, but at least you'd engage with other people's ideas. Now you just try to prove you're how, smarter than how that. How am I not engaging with you right now? You're just babbling over me. I'm not babbling! Noah, you're getting a call from Waz. Here I was, one of the richest investors in the valley, wasting valuable minutes arguing with a has-been and likely insane drug addict. And now I was faced with an unenviable choice. Continue fighting with Joe, or have a conversation with Waz. I've been trying to reach you all day. Listen, Waz, I need you to go to my skyscraper and collect my sloth bones, okay? No, 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 no. Listen to me, Noah. This is huge. What? I made an incredible breakthrough with the uploading protocol. Wait, what are you talking about here? <laughs> I sent a shrimp to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> the, shri- the shrimp is in heaven right now? Yeah, I'm watching him run around. It's hanging out in a fountain. It's moving a lot. It almost <laughs> looks like it's dancing. Oh, wow. Th- Waz, this is fantastic. I mean, if we're already uploading shrimp, it won't be much longer till we can upload a person. You have to come over. I'm showering it with krill. It's going crazy. It's stuffing its gills with krill. <laughs> All right, well, save some krill for me, Waz. I'll be over as soon as I can. Yeah, I'll save you a little krill. <laughs> if he doesn't All right, see eat you it soon, all. buddy. Great work. The good news took my mind off the insolent man who was holding me hostage on his boat. Joe had caught two fish while I was talking to Waz, so he'd either moved past the fight that I had just clearly won, or he was so blackout drunk that he'd already forgotten it. Elena, ask Joe how far we are from the shore, please. You know, you can talk to me, dude. I ain't mad at you. Be like getting mad at a shark for biting you. Oh, fine. All right. How far are we then? Couple hours. Hours? Just takes a little longer to get back because we're going against the tide and the engine is very weak. As the sun set, the tension between us melted like Joe's remaining fish heads. You know, I stayed at a hostel in Cambodia and the stereo there was playing a soundtrack of only my tips. What? The, look, the people there followed me to Angkor Wat just to get a photo with me. That rules. I don't care if they paid me money. Fuck money, you know? Mark Zuckerberg can't write a tip to The drunken madman continued his rambling, but I was too pleased about my breakthrough with heaven to care. Joe, I agree with everything you said before. The fuck? But don't you miss being a part of the global conversation? Well, look, I'm not totally out of the mix. You know, I started a mentorship program to get more women involved in tips writing. That's very woke of you, Joe. Maybe you could give me some tips on getting laid under false pretenses. I'm serious, Noah. Look, we used to think that women were genetically predisposed to be not as interested in tips, and obviously that's wrong. You know, it makes me sick to think of all the tips that were never given because we didn't realize that women bring a different and much-needed point of view to tips. Deeply ashamed of myself for not seeing that sooner. That sounds like a great cause. How has the program been going so far? No applications yet. Um, I mean, I'm hopeful, but sometimes I think the sad truth is women have been locked out of tips for so long that maybe they think this program isn't real 
or they think it's just too good to be true. So I've actually tried to distribute flyers as well. Nobody's taken them. But I thought you weren't interested in going back to that world. He's cloaking himself in false modesty for the podcast while he tries to break back into the game by hiding behind some women no. who ghostwrite tips for. I think it's a pretty transparent no, ruse. No, I just believe that the future of tips is female. And rather than, you know, take my ball and go home, I want to pass it off to the next generation while I still can. But I am definitely going to warn them about, you know, how much shit sucks. Or, you know, I will when I get them. When I get these girls in tow, I'll have a tip or two for them. Well, that's very cute of you to try to give back when you yourself have so depressingly little. I just didn't mention it before because I figure everybody's got a charity like that, you know? Do you have one, Noah? My investments will ultimately save the whole world, uh, and therefore aggregating as much wealth as possible is the highest form of charity, uh, as it allows me to innovate freely. You understand? Yes, yes, I know that rationalization well. As depressing as it was, Joe's scam proved to me that the spark of life was still inside him. You just can't keep a true innovator down. Uh, Joe, usually in my podcast I try to give people advice for how to grow their company or uh, somehow improve with their life's ambition or... Yeah, well, what do you got for me, Socrates? Just, uh, be well. <laughs> yeah, you too, brother. You too. It was nice to meet you, Joe. It was really nice to meet you, Lena. Stop doing things you hate. Stop doing things you hate. Come on, let's go. Don't touch his hand. He's got fish heads all over him. I returned home to a skyscraper in disarray. Windows broken, walls spray-painted, carpets slashed, slop sinks clogged with sloth bones. Between this tantrum from the cloud people and my visit with Joe and, and my breakthrough with Waz, it was all sending me a message. Life is short. Let nothing stand in your way, for heaven awaits. I decided to send the cloud people one last message. I turned on the building's fire sprinklers. Attention cloud people, attention cloud people. It is time to leave. You are evicted. Please leave your key fob with the nearest fridge and be on your way. I will not be turning off the water. Thank you for your cooperation. Goodbye. I'd feared another outbreak of violence, but the cloud people simply gathered their belongings and moved on. By now they knew how to weather a flood. Like Joe, they knew they just weren't cut out for the Bay Area tech lifestyle, and their survival depended on the next dry place they could find. Smarter is a production of Team Coco and Luminary Media. It is created by Sam West, Matt Kleinman, and Chris Sartinsky. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. 
Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. 